0: what's up everybody welcome to the on the hunt podcast i am your host daryl thanks for checking me out again this week and uh yeah we on episode six now so we moving right along getting content out and trying to do the thing and uh yeah i mean everybody just checked uh, the previous podcast out you know i appreciate you stopping by and checking me out and giving me a little bit of feedback and let me know how you feel about you know each podcast episode like i said they're only gonna get better and better so I mean, we're still a work in progress because I'm really teaching myself how to do this whole podcasting thing from the actual podcasting to recording the podcast and, you know, getting it all together. So, I mean, this is all me. I'm just doing my own research and getting it all together. So, yeah, I mean, you're taking this journey with me. Appreciate you for growing with me. Definitely going to grow. Like I said, I'm only on episode six right now. I know some podcasts, like the Joe Rogan podcast. He up to like a thousand plus. So i mean it's time it happens you know what i mean everybody's gonna grow with me like i said we're gonna get more people on here i mean the podcast is just gonna grow and grow so all you all of you that have been checking me out from day one i appreciate it and um uh, i mean just stay on the journey with me so like i started out a podcast you know how was your week how's everything going for you it's kind of you know normal week for me having memorial day barbecued again this is like the uh fourth week in a row that we barbecued over here so i mean it's kind of turning into a, an everyday thing that we don't want to be an everyday thing <laughs> not saying that we don't like barbecuing but i mean at the same time it's just like all right we need to take a break we're trying to find somebody else who barbecues so we can raid y'all house and take to go place some y'all house so if you're barbecuing this weekend how let us let us know excuse me we'll be through we got our own tupperware so we ain't gonna take your paper plates so yeah we on the way but yeah, what's been going on in your world? That's been that's basically what's been going on in mine. Just having uh, some kid issues, dealing with some kids that are growing and trying to uh, see how grown they are. So we all going through it. Everybody's going through it. Got kids, you know. So that's basically just been going on with me. Like I said, went through the little holiday weekend. And um, all right, let, let, let me let me point this out because some people don't know. We just had a Memorial Day weekend. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, Memorial Day weekend, you know, it's time to barbecue, the swimming pool is open, let's get outside, the weather's nice. I mean, it's all well and good. But remember what it is it's, it's Memorial Day. Now, I'm a veteran. Seven years in the Army, three tours to Iraq, you know. I'm an Iraq War veteran, or OIF. I'd never do OEF, I didn't never go to Afghanistan. And I'm mad that I didn't go. So, I'm an Iraq War veteran. Now, I'm a veteran, I'm still living. So Memorial Day is not for me. So, you know, when people tell me Happy Memorial Day, that's really not for me. But I mean, I understand, you know, I say thank you and I kind of let them know, but at the same time, they're like, oh, well, yeah, all right. But yeah, Memorial Day is not for me. Memorial Day is for my fallen brothers and sisters, you know, who gave the ultimate sacrifice and are never going to be back here. So that's who we honor on Memorial Day. And I mean... A lot of people, you know, they just don't know. They just think it's, a, you know, another military holiday. And since she was in the military, they want to tell you thank you. So, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a big deal. But Memorial Day is for the fallen soldiers. So, you know, let's just honor them on that day. Give them that day. We have Veterans Day. And basically, we have every other day here because we are here. And, I mean, like I said, they gave that ultimate sacrifice. So, let's just honor them. I mean, we honor them every day. But Memorial Day is their day. It's not my day. Oh so yeah, I mean, I just wanted to touch on that because I know a lot of people, you know, just assimilate the Veterans Day, Memorial Day, military, just put it all in the same basket when it's it's really not, it's time to honor my fallen brothers and sisters, you know, our fallen brothers and sisters, so that's what it is. So events, what's been going on in the world? Well, I mean, you see your girl Roseanne, she put her foot in her mouth trying to talk about, you know, one of Obama's aides, one of the People that was on Obama's campaign and uh, they was not playing with her. ABC took swift action, canceled her show, Hulu, Netflix, everybody, wherever they was running reruns or whatever, whatever team, uh, TNT, if that's it, but he was still around. All the you know, the uh, channels on TV, everybody pulled her episodes. So, I mean, that's just one of them cases of sticking your foot in your mouth, and uh, yeah, I mean, you got to suffer the consequences. This is one of them things like. If she would have said what she said and stood by it, it'd be one thing. I mean, they would still probably take everything away from her, and take her shows off, you know what I'm saying? But just me, me looking at it, it would kind of, you know what I'm saying, put me in the perspective of, okay, she's got these opinions, she's got these views, so she's going to stand by them. Now, at the end of the day, what she said is wrong, and I mean, I don't agree with anything she said, but at the end of the day... Don't apologize when it starts to affect your pocket. That's basically what she did. When she found out, you know, that everything was going to get canceled, that's when she wanted to go out and, you know, issue an apology. Now, 45 is in the office doing everything he's big enough to do, and he ain't apologize for nothing. Now, I don't agree with 90-plus percent of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. And some of the stuff that he does. But at the same time. You have to learn to take it. For what it is. Because. I mean it's crazy. In my sa- it's in my sound. He stands behind it. So he doesn't backpedal. And I mean. A lot of men out there. You can probably listen to me and say. I mean all you got is your word. So if you say something. Mean, mean what you say. You know what I mean. So don't. Don't backpedal and try and apologize. Only when it's. Affecting you know. Your pockets. If you said it then I mean, stand by it, mean it. But I mean, we're in the day and age now to where, you know, anything that you say or anything that you do is scrutinized. So, I mean, you could make the slightest in your mind joke about something. But I mean, somebody's, oh, that's racist or, oh, that's sexist or, oh, that's sexual harassment. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't say or do anything in anywhere anymore without somebody, you know, Catching some type of feeling or somebody, you know, having something to say about something that you say. So it's kind of one of those things now to where. If something comes out of your mouth, you have to mean it and you have to stand behind it. That's the way I look at it, because I mean, honestly, like if I'm talking to somebody and I'm telling somebody my opinion, my view on something, if I'm telling you that's what it is, then that's how I feel. I'm not going to say it hurt somebody's feelings, then come start backpedaling and You know what I mean? Just, oh, I shouldn't have said that or I apologize. No, I'm not. Now, if it's something like that to where I feel like I'm going to hurt somebody else's feelings or, you know, I'm saying something that's out of line or saying something that, you know what I mean, is just all the way hurtful, then I'm not going to say it. I might feel it, but I'm not going to say it. Because I don't want to go through the whole, you know, having to make an apology, having to address these type of people. You know, I'm I'm not about to go through that. I'm not about to do that. And, I mean, that just comes with growth. I mean, if you've grown enough to say it, be grown enough to stand behind it. If that's the way you feel, then that's the way you feel. I might not agree with you. I might not like it. But at the end of the day, that's what you feel. That's how you have freedom of speech. You can say what you want to say. It's not a problem. You know what I mean? So, Roseanne, by her you know, saying what she said on Twitter and then her backpedaling, oh, I apologize. No, don't do that. Because that ain't what you mean. And I mean, a lot of us know that ain't what you really mean. So... I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we all know Roseanne's a Trump supporter. And like I say, hey, if that's what floats your boat, then, you know what I mean, by any means, keep on, you know what I mean, keeping on. Because that's you. So, I mean, it ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with anybody else. That's you. That's the way you want to live your life. That's how you want to live. Then live it. Like I say, I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to, you know be on your side but i mean that's that's the way you feel and that's your point of view so hey have at it do you have fun but yeah she hurt now and i mean if i was the cast and crew i'd be looking at her like man what the hell's on your mind but i mean imagine you know roseanne came back and, you know everybody's starting to get a check again people working you know what i mean it's all good then she gets on twitter you know what i mean and basically cancels your check without your knowledge And I mean, that's got to be a bad feeling. I'm sorry. If I'm sitting at home chilling and I get a phone call to tell me my job's gone, I'm not getting paid no more. And I'm like, why? Because such and such got on Twitter and said something, so they canceled the show. I don't know. We got bang. We got fight. Where you at? I'm pulling up. Because this is a problem. You I mean? You messing with my pocket. Now, granted, you know what I'm saying? Roseanne got bankroll. She got money. So, you know what I'm saying? She's looking at it like... You know, what I mean, what kind of like, oh, well, but I mean, everybody else that's on that show, you know, what I mean, you don't know how they live and you don't know what they got going on. So, you know, what I mean, you, it's it's responsibility. You got to take responsibility. If you on that show, if if, if it's the Roseanne show that I know is Roseanne, I got to kind of watch what I say and watch what I do, because my actions are gonna aff- are going to affect a lot more people than just me. But clearly, she's not that type. She don't think like that. So, I mean, what do you do? What do you say? I mean, nothing you can say now. You got to get back out there, hit your agent up, hit your manager up. Hey, what's next? What you got for me? I mean, worst case scenario, it get picked up by another network. But is ABC going to let it go? That's the question. And I don't see ABC letting it go because if they're not going to make money off of it, I guarantee you they're not about to let somebody else make money off of it, so... I mean, it's it's a sticky situation. I mean, it's just one of them things we're going to have to see how it plays out. And I mean, just like in the rest of the world with everything that's going on, you just got to see how it plays out. Now, moving on from that, let's move on to some music. Now, I don't know about you, but I love a nice battle, a rap battle. I listen to rap music. I'm 38 years old. You know what I mean? I listen to rap music. listen to, you know, a lot of other genres of music, but you know rap music, my main... Besides old school, I'm, I'm I'm an old school junkie. So, this whole Pusha T and Drake, you know, battle. We're keeping it on wax. we hitting a little bit of b- below the belt, which I don't have a problem with. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, as long as you're keeping it, you know, in the studio and not in the street, I don't have a problem with it. Because, I mean, if... only The only way that I would have a problem with it is if one of, them, one of them two came out and voiced their opinion of having a problem with them bringing their, you know, mother kid baby mama you know all that kind of stuff if you bring in all that if i if i come to you and be like hey man just keep it you, you know between me and you then that's one thing but i mean if i make a diss track and i bring up you know people in your family and then you come right back with another one you bring up people in my family you let me know everything fair game and that's what it was i'm not gonna lie at first i listened to uh push the t's album i listened to infrared but it was one of them things like you know i listened to it, it was like okay but then, you know, you start seeing, you know, it's all catching traction. Then Duppy drops. So I listen to Duppy, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, Drake kind of came back. So I had to go back and listen to Infrared again, you know what I'm saying, just to put it all into perspective. And it's like, all right. Then Pusha T drops his diss. Totally disrespectful, but I loved it. <laughs> totally disrespectful. But, I mean, that's what you want. That's what you want. I mean, they taking... The rap battle to actually battle, battle rapping. Now, if you've watched battle rap, you know, it's no holds barred, you know what I mean? Say whatever you want to say and do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? And to me, this is what they doing. And I mean, I think it's good for it's good for the culture. It's good for, you know, the the people that's kind of like, you know, around my age and, you know, maybe 10 years younger. That's not really into the whole mumble rap. Because we're actually getting bars. we actually getting, you know, music. And we getting people that's putting thought into what they're saying. They're not just, you know what I mean, either mumbling or screaming or chanting or making, you know what I mean? You're not getting the whole mumble thing. Which, I mean, if, if that's what you like, then that's what you like. Some of the stuff's cool, you know what I mean? It's catchy. It's got a nice little beat. I listen to it while I'm at work sometimes, you know what I mean, just to get me through the day. Because the beats, you know what I mean, gotta get me through the day. But, like, listen to it, you know, lyrically, there is no... Lyrical value to me And that's just my That's my 38 year old opinion And I mean that's just From the type of music That I listen to Now I'm an A-Ball, MJG, UGK You know TI, Master P That's that's the music I grew up on That's what I listen to Jeezy You know Rick Ross that's, that's my type of music So you know what I mean For the mumble rappers You know what I mean And if that's what you like And that's what you like I can't take nothing Or I can't say You know what I mean What you should listen to But This rap battle right here Making it's making it's making it all relevant again, to me, because I mean this is this is what hip hop this was what rap was all about. It was like okay if you're better than me then prove it, let's get it. So, my honest opinion, I don't think Drizzy wants to see Pusha T at all. My opinion. Now you know, Meek is a different type of animal to me, you know what I mean, Meek, Meek's trying to get Meek together, and I mean, not even saying, you know, with all the legal issues or whatever, that ain't even got nothing to do with it, I just think Meek was one of them ones that he know he got talent, he gonna make music, he ain't worried about the next man, but Drake came along, you know, put some stuff out, so he had to respond, but I mean, it wasn't to, it wasn't, it wasn't to the level that it should have been to me. So, I mean, in everybody else's eyes, Drake, you know, Sunday, basically. So, now, you, now you're now messing with somebody that got bars. And the thing about Pusha T, and I was kind of, you know, thinking about it. I'm like, oh, man, okay, he gonna, you know, make a diss track to Drake. It's gonna be a lot of, you know, coke references and, you know what I mean, dope rap and all that. But it wasn't none of that. To me, that was like the first thing. It was like, okay, we don't have the, the, what you want to call him, the uh, kingpin, Pusha T. That's always you know on some, some dope cocaine type rap. You know, we we didn't have that, so I was like, alright, bet. Then he got in there and he, he got disrespectful, got disrespectful. <laughs> but I mean, within the ra- within the, the means of the rap battle. So I mean. I liked it, but I mean, it's just one of them things now we, we're sitting and waiting, you know, for the for the next chapter in it, so I want to see what, what's going to happen with it, as long as they keep it in the studio, as long as they keep it, you know, music, I'm all cool with it, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of the things I'm looking forward to, because I mean, they're saying some stuff that, you know, this is what we need to hear right now, this, this is the kind of music, this is the kind of hype, excitement we need behind music right now, and I'm digging it, and I'm feeling it. So me two current events that I want to talk about right there. Now, my next topic is something that, you know, I've been doing it for a long time. And I mean, it's got his ups and downs. It's, it's a never ending process. There's nothing that you can say, OK, this is going to be it. And this is going to be it. How many of you out there are co-parenting? How many of you out there, you know, have to make decisions and make, you know, you have to adjust your life around your household that you live in, your physical address, and another address where your children are at? How do you balance that? Me, I found it, you know, with my fiance now, I mean, my kids love her. She loves my kids. Her kids love my kids. My kids love her kids. So it works. So, you know, when you're trying to co-parent, when the kids are young, I mean, you try and set guidelines, you try and set boundaries, you try and, you know, set a routine up. It's like, okay, every other weekend you're going to get the kids, you're going to pick them up at this time, you're going to buy this, you're going to do that. You know, you kind of lay, trying to lay everything out. But, you know, as your kids get older, you can't forget to make your agreement grow with your kids. So, like, my kids are 15 and 16 now. So I, I can't hold my kids to the same standards or me and her, we can't have the same agreement to where my kids were five and six or six and seven years old. Because, I mean, they've grown up just as we've grown up and we have to make adjustments and we have to make everything, you know, we have to make it make sense, you know, as they grow because they're growing. Once upon a time, we were 15 and 16 years old. And I mean, when you get that age, you, you have a life, you're, you're building a life. You know you're making friends. You're, you know you're living life. Everything that you need to do to, you know, take the next step outside of high school. I mean you're doing that right now. So it's one of those things to where you can't keep your kids bottled up. You know from from the younger age. So as they as they grow as they get older, you and your significant other have to sit back and say, okay, the kids are getting older, so we're gonna have to start doing this now because, like I say. I get my kids every other weekend, but as my kids are getting older, I mean, it hurts my soul to say this, but I mean, they're dating, they have friends, and I mean, it's not always about, well, I don't know if I can come this weekend because I have to go to my dad's house, and I mean, I don't want to put them in that box. I want them to live their lives, and just like, you know, if I'm saying I want them to live their lives, I have to talk to their mom, we have to come to an agreement, you know, I mean, not really necessarily an agreement, but I mean, we have to come to an understanding that Friday at X o'clock, it's not me coming to pick them up just because, you know, it's my weekend. I mean, if they want to stay home, they can stay home. If they want to go with their friends, they can go with their friends. But I mean, it's one of those things to where. Every day is going to be different because, I mean, on Monday, the kids might be wanting to do this. But on Tuesday, they might have had some experiences to where, you know, they changed their point of views. So now they want to do that. So you can't say, you know, every single day is going to be this way or these next couple of weeks is going to be this and then it's going to change to that. It doesn't work like that. And I had to learn that with my kids. But I've always been one of those dads that I don't want to put unnecessary expectations on, you know, how we're supposed to do things. My kids know they can come over to my house or they can i come pick them up they, whenever they want to. If they want to come over here seven days a week, that's not a problem. It's just one of those things that, you know, like I say, you have to make adjustments to your plan. Because her and I have some have one agreement. But that agreement is for her and I. But as my kids get old enough to make their own decisions and say what you know, the things that they want to do, you have to take everything they say into account. So it's not just you and her anymore. But it still feels like it's just you and her. But I mean, your kids are growing up, and whatever you do at your home, you have to relay it to the other party, your your other, you know. I keep saying I say a significant other, but I mean it's not your significant other anymore because you are aren't together anymore. But the person that you were with, the person that you had these kids with, you have to, you know, you have you had to come to an agreement because okay say you discipline your child one way at home you have to let me know what's going on when they come to my house because i mean you might say okay you can't do xyz but then they come to dad's house and xyz is like i mean what's up It's, it's in play i don't know you didn't tell me the kids know but tell me what kids that you know are going to say oh hey dad i'm on punishment i can't do this i can't do that I don't know too many kids that are going to do that. So the communication between the co-parents has to be immaculate. You might not get along. I mean, okay. Even if it's not immaculate, your communication is going to determine your relationship. If you don't communicate, you don't talk, you're going to have a bad relationship because there's always going to be questions. There's always going to be gray area. There's always going to be, you don't do this or you don't do that when you might not even know. So you have to have to have to communicate. I mean, it has to be one accord. If something goes on over there, it has to go on over here and vice versa. But that's just the communication between the parents to let the kids know, you know, Hey, even though you're going over there, it doesn't change what you got going on here. So if you can't play the PlayStation here, don't go over there and try and play the PlayStation over there but that comes down to the communication from both parties again. Now, I don't know how your relationship, or I don't know how the history between you and your, you know, um, kids, mom or kids, dad, I don't know how that worked out, but I had a rough one. Now we're cool. We, we, I mean, just like this past weekend, you know, we disagree. We don't always agree on everything because we had a, We had a little falling out this weekend. We don't always agree. But at the end of the day, I mean, you have to work it out. And I mean, it has to be something that works on both ends. Now, the biggest problem that we had was my kids' phones. So the kids got in trouble. (laughs) Excuse me. Kids got in trouble. And she wanted to take their phones. Matter of fact, she did take their phones so me being me and knowing our past and our history the reason that my kids got phones my daughter got her own first cell phone at six years old she had a cell phone i was in the military living out of state her mom and i you know we went on the best terms so i was like i don't even want to call you when i have to talk to my kids so i'm gonna get my daughter her own phone so i can talk to my kids so at six years old you know i got my daughter, her own phone, call her whenever I want to. She can call me and I don't even have to go through, you know, to keep my kids mom. So now my kids are older, basically 10 years older from the time when I got them the phone. So they've had phones for 10 years and that's my main communication with them. But now you want to take their phones away. So how am I supposed to communicate with my kids? And you don't have a house phone. So the fact that I get upset that, you know, you take their phones away. You get upset because you say, I don't have your back when you're trying to discipline them, which is totally wrong. But at the end of the day, you're taking away my means of communicating with my kids. Now I understand, you know, kids get in trouble. You have to do things. I I got that, but don't make a rash decision and not let me know because i mean i'm gonna be out here i'm calling my kids calling my kids there's no answer but then i talk to you and you tell me oh yeah i took their phones and ain't gonna work and i mean she might listen to this she know you know what i'm saying it ain't nothing it ain't nothing harsh it ain't nothing you know bad but at the end of the day when i want to talk to them i want to talk to them and I mean, if you're going to take their phones, that's something that we have to talk about before you just, you know, reach straight out and take their phones because I'm trying to get in touch with them, but I can't get in touch with them. So it's just one of those things that, you know, like I say, the communication has to be there because a lot of this problem that me and her had just had could have been solved if we had to talked and if I'd have known what was going on. So... I mean, we talked about it, you know, we came to an agreement. She didn't like it, but I mean, we had to, some, some had to shake because I mean, at the end of the day, I've been paying for my kids' phones. So when I want to talk to them, I need to be able to talk to them. Point blank. period. That's just my opinion. So that was just an example of, you know, something that, you know, comes up or something that happens. To where, you know, the I mean, it's just a, another aspect of co-parenting. And I mean, I was talking to a guy at work today. I don't know, you know, if he listens to this, but I mean, he brought up another. Another, you know, scenario of co-parenting. Now, what do you do when you have kids with someone else and your kid's mom or kid's dad is dating someone else? How do you, you know, play that out or live that out? Now, me personally, my opinion, I'm in my kids' lives. My kids know who I am. I'm their daddy. They know who their daddy is. So, I mean, there's never any question, you know, from my point of view, if she dates anyone or, you know, anything like that because my kids know who their daddy is. Now, being a man, would you okay say say your your kid's mom starts dating someone else would you as a man let it play out and let this let it let some scenario come up and then you go over there and beef with him or would you step up say you go over to get your kids or you're going to drop them off and he's there would you step up and let him know hey man those are my kids you know what i mean just basically give him the whole rundown as a father to you know those kids now i'm in the same situation well i got i kind of got it from both ends i have kids she dates and i'm currently engaged and my you know fiance has kids you know with somebody else so i'm here with his kids but my kids you know may be one day with somebody else now i treat her kids just like mine i don't even whip my kids so whooping her kids you know that ain't that ain't a question. We saw off as parents now. We don't be doing all that. We got beat upside the head when we was growing up. And we turned out perfectly fine. So this whole whooping kids. You can't whoop kids nowadays. It's totally out of line to me. But. I treat our kids just like my kids. You know no different. Hold them to the same standards. And I expect the same out of them. You know. From my kids. There's nothing wrong with that. Now. Me personally. If my kid's mom starts dating someone else and you know he's in my kids lives i'm gonna let him know you know how i feel with him being there with my kids because me personally being here with her kids i have to be a positive role model i would never do anything in front of her kids that i would regret or i would never do anything in front of her kids that i wouldn't do in front of my own kids and i expect the same you know from whoever she's dating or anything like that I would never expect him to do anything that he wouldn't do in front of his because, I mean, you're not going to do it in front of mine. So, I mean, and that's the, when you when you start dating someone else and you got kids with someone else, that's the trickiest, you know, that's the trickiest part. Now, everybody looks at Russell Wilson and Sierra. They get mad, you know what I mean, because Russell Wilson's taking, you know, Sierra and Future's kid in like he's his own kid. If you get mad about that, you dumb as hell. Straight up, because at the end of the day, if future wanted to be in that kid, that that kid's you know life. I mean, there's no issue if he's in. He, I mean, he's he's got a new family. You know, his mom just had another baby with, with Russell Wilson. You and you in that family, you in that life. It's four of y'all living in the house. So whenever they take pictures with the kids, they're supposed to take you know future son out and take pictures with them and do stuff as a family without them. You crazy. And I mean people still to this day, you know, getting mad because Russell Wilson's treating that boy like he's his. Which he's supposed to do. He lives with him. He's raising him. He's setting an example for him. So you want me to do all of this stuff and not, you know, raise him as as if he was my own? When you start dating a woman that has kids, you don't just fall in love with that woman. You start to fall in love with her kids. So if you don't you might need to reevaluate your you know, situation or the woman that you're trying to be with because those kids mean just as much as you as she does. I mean it's it's a different type of love, but I'm just saying you you you, 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 you grow to love those kids just like they're your own kids. So, you know what I'm saying? You can't sit back and be mad at Russell Wilson or Sierra or anybody else, or even a little boy, for looking at Russell Wilson like, you know, he's his daddy. Because I mean, at the end of the day, If my kids' moms date someone else and they start living that life, I mean, I can't be mad. I mean, as a man, it might sit, you know, wrong with you. I'm not going to say wrong. It might sit some type of way with you. But at the end of the day, what are you doing in your kid's life? You have to take it upon yourself sometime, you know what I mean, to say, okay, I need to go pick my son up. I need to go pick my daughter up. You know, we need to go do this. We need to go do that. My kids know me. And I'm going to make damn sure of that. You can sit back and ask them you know anything about that daddy to them i'm superman if there's something that needs to be done they're gonna call me and i'm gonna get it done or i'm gonna try and get it done some way somehow so i mean you just got to be in your kids lives man and i don't mean to be on a soapbox right now you know but it's just it's it's getting crazy out here so i mean it's just like what what are you doing the example, positive example positive example for your kids and if you're dating somebody else their kids you need to treat them kids just like they're yours. You know what I mean? And, and there needs to be an understanding between the parents. I'm over here with her. Your kids are over here. I mean, we're living as one big happy family because that's what we are. Because, I mean, it's a lot of people. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that she has a problem with my kids. I'm just saying in general, she does. She doesn't have a problem with the kids over here. We all, you know, we're cool. We just had, you know, a little falling out over the weekend, but we cool, she understands what goes over my kids love bonnie and bonnie loves my kids so i mean we're not going to treat anyone any different you know we're we're just raising kids to be the impactful adults they need to be so that's my little lightweight spiel on you know co-parenting i mean it's deeper than rap you can have we can have an old eight nine hour conversation on co-parenting just like a lot of these topics that you know i cover over here but i just want to touch on a few before we start getting a lot of guests on here, but it's just because I, I want to kind of keep the podcast short. I say that every every you know podcast. I try and keep it thirty thirty five minutes because, I mean, I know a lot of people got a lot of stuff going on, and me just rambling on here might not be you know what you want to hear all the time. But just have to give my point of view. This, like I say, this podcast is like my therapy. Whatever's on my mind, I get to get it out, get to get it off my chest, and I mean, I love that of of this right now. So, oh, last but not least, yeah, your boy back in the sneaker game. <laughs> you know, some of y'all are like, what? Yeah, why do y'all know me? I'm back in the sneakers. So, so, I'm back to downsize. I got a lot of wide sneakers in that right now. I'm about to downsize, get of some of the stuff that I got now. And I mean, I'm just going quality over quantity now. I mean, in my, 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 my max, I was maybe 250, 300 pairs. And that's just ridiculous because I mean, a lot of the stuff I didn't even wear when I would come across stuff. It'd be like, damn, I forgot I had these. So now I'm just trying to do quality over quality, all LeBron's. That's why I'm hoping LeBron, he about to start retroing and I'm going to be all the way good. So yeah, I'm just living like the next, this is the next chapter of my life. Getting back into the game. So just to keep y'all up to date, what I'm trying to do, I, I got to keep myself busy. So y'all know I'm a gamer. I'm trying to get into competitive Madden, John Madden football. Got my podcast going. Got to work. What else am I trying to do? I got Madden, my podcast, I work. I'm trying to do something else. Oh, next thing I'm bringing to the podcast is like a book. I want to do like a book club. So I'm going to go out and find a book. And I mean, I'm going to do three or four chapters at a time read three or four chapters get on here recap with y'all about what i read you know and we can all you know read this book together and everybody get together and probably we can at the end of it we can all get together and do a podcast together and we can all just speak on the book and you know what we took from it and you know just keep keep that going just read read one book knock it out pick up another one knock that one out pick up another one, knock that one out so if that's something that you're interested in Holler at me and let me know we can figure out what book we're gonna start with start with and we'll go from there. So on the hunt po- on the hunt podcast, thanks for stopping by, checking me out. Like I said, it's a Facebook page, check it out on the hunt podcast. Uh check out my Instagram. It's Daryl's Life on Instagram. It's just, you know, me posting random randomness and whatever I'm feeling at the time. And then um I mean my just my main Facebook page is Daryl Hunt. Look it up, add me as a friend. And shoot me a message. If you're checking this podcast out on any podcast outlet, like I say, check me out. Let me know that you listening to this podcast. And like I say, you can look me up at Daryl Hunt, D-A-R-R-Y-L, H-U-N-T. D-A-R-R-Y-L-H-U-N-T. Look me up as that on Facebook. Or if you're on Instagram, if you're checking this podcast out and you're on Instagram, look at my Instagram. It's Daryl's Life. I T S D A R R Y L S L I F E. It's Daryl's life, and just shoot me a you know DM and let me know that you listen to the podcast and what you think or you know if it's good, if it's bad, if you like something, if you didn't like something. I mean, just all feedback is welcome, and we just you know building and growing from there. So hopefully one day we'll be in them thousand episodes and you know have some great guests on here. And We'll be to have some great podcasts. So yeah, just thank you for stopping by and checking me out again, and uh, I'll let you in the next one.